Today we are going to be doing a feature with Kristen Polo on the Anything Goes Reproductive Freedom for All abortion amendment. So today Kristen is joining me and she's just going to tell us a little bit about herself and kind of how you got involved and what you're doing with us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Long time listener, first time caller. (laughs) Honored to be on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you for being here. Of course. So... Maybe just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, what you're doing with the coalition, sure. and you know maybe other pro-life work that you've been doing. <laughs> a little bit. I've done yeah. a little bit. Uh, so I am uh, the spokeswoman for Citizens to Support Michigan Women and Children, um, really spending whatever time I can bringing awareness to this Anything Goes Abortion Amendment that Planned Parenthood and the ACLU are working on, um, talking to the press, educating as many people as we can, getting the word out there about what's actually in this amendment. Um, there's so much misinformation, and um, I'm, I feel honored to be able to play a part in educating people. Um, I have a great interest in human rights and consider myself a pro-life feminist and want women to know um, how this is a threat to their health and safety um, and to the human rights of the unborn. So that's why I'm involved in this work and I'm committed to defeating this abortion amendment. Um, And then my full-time gig is with Protect Life Michigan. I'm the executive director and we work with all the pro-life high school and college students in the state. We have 55 uh, affiliated groups on high school and college campuses really trying to change public opinion on abortion. About 20% of the people we talk to on campus change their minds about abortion by the end of our conversation. And so being able to raise awareness in that space as well, letting people know what abortion is, what it does, why it's wrong, how it affects people um, has been a really great blessing and I feel really honored to be able to spend my life doing this work ending this injustice and um, so it's it's very exciting to see the opportunities that we have in Michigan this year to further this cause in so many significant ways. Well Right to Life is so grateful to have you as the spokeswoman for the coalition. Just a little background. We've talked about the coalition on this podcast before, but I just want to give a little summary of it again, just in case people don't know. Um, The coalition is Citizens to Support Michigan Women and Children. And Right to Life of Michigan has kind of partnered with Michigan Catholic Conference to sponsor this coalition. So we have, I think there's 17 coalition members, which are pro-life organizations from around Michigan and so Protect Life Michigan is one of them but then Kristen is also the spokeswoman and so we have this coalition where we it's really cool because we can have each separate coalition member they have their own community and their own members and their own volunteers that they can reach out to and use the educational materials that this coalition has created 
and can use those to educate their communities. Mm -hmm. And so among these 17 members, you know, hopefully you're getting to every part of Michigan and making sure that everyone knows. And it's really cool because even in Right to Life of Michigan, we have our affiliates from all across the state. And so adding on to those people that have their communities and their churches and their families and friends, you have all of other members and tens of thousands of pro-life people a pretty massive reach and it's been really exciting to see the education that's already been able to take place on this abortion amendment um, when we're really just getting going Mm -hmm. with the coalition members that we have now um, and all the members that they have out talking to people about it yeah so I think one thing maybe we haven't touched on this podcast is kind of the educational campaigns that we've been working on and how we just ended our first one, Mm -hmm. the Did You Know campaign, and how we're going to be going into our second one, but maybe just kind of talk about that and um, what we're hoping to come of that and how it's been going. Yeah. So about a month ago, we launched a campaign on social media and email and blogs to start diving into the actual language of this amendment. It's really interesting. The proponents of the Anything Goes Abortion Amendment have been very vague about what's in it. If you go to their website, in fact, it says almost nothing. (laughs) You can't even find the language of the amendment on their website very vague. So we thought, let's do a deep dive and educate the voters on the the language in this abortion amendment and what it actually means. So the first segment of that public education campaign was a did you know campaign on the many laws that would be repealed or modified through this abortion amendment. We looked into parental rights, the fact that it would legalize partial birth abortion, late term abortion. I think we did 12 or so different laws. And if you go to our um, website or go to our social media accounts, you can see more there of what we've exposed through the first section of this campaign. And what we're doing is not just educating people about it, but encouraging them to share this information. Every person who shares this social media post is exposing a new audience of people to what's happening right now in Michigan and what it means for Michiganders. Um, So you can share those social media posts or blog posts, forward those emails on. So if anyone listening has not signed up for updates on our website, definitely do that so that you can be looped in. Um, And then this next section of the campaign is going to be looking at health care professionals. What does that mean? There's some language in the abortion amendment that says attending health care professionals can approve late-term abortions, which are frankly very dangerous. They're risky for women. Um, and there is a very long list of what a health care professional is. It's defined by statute here in Michigan. Um, and we're going to be looking at the unintended consequences of using such broad language in this amendment. And the fact that um, just about anyone could legal uh, could approve of a late-term abortion here in Michigan if this is passed. Uh, social workers, massage therapists, chiropractors, people re- really who have no business approving of a surgery that could be that dangerous to someone. So we're going to be looking into those unintended consequences next, and I encourage everybody to follow along. 
Yeah, and I think one thing that is important to point out there is, you know, you may be thinking, oh, these late-term abortions, maybe they're for the health of the mother. Well, they're for the mental health of the mother, the physical health of the mother. Right. Was there another aspect? It's defined so broadly. Yes. And if anyone can improve it, this is not going to be just a very rare occurrence. Essentially, what this is doing is legalizing abortion through all nine months of pregnancy for any reason whatsoever. You could go in and say, this pregnancy, I'm eight months pregnant, but this pregnancy is a strain on my mental health. I'm sure it is for many women. Or on your, on your back. Right. My back really hurts today. Exactly. I don't, yes. I don't feel like doing or this I anymore. Or I have anxiety about going into labor and mm-hmm. delivery in a few short wor- weeks. I'm not sure I can do this. And any one of these, quote, attending healthcare professionals could approve that late-term abortion. This is something that's very dangerous, obviously for unborn lives, but also for women as well. These are not safe procedures. And I think it's very suspect that the supporters of this amendment have defined these terms so broadly, Mm -hmm. essentially paving the way for anyone to be able to approve a late-term abortion. And then the amendment also would indemnify anyone involved in an abortion. So if this was approved and it happened and this woman was harmed, can we even hold anyone responsible for it? It seems like we can't based on the language in this. Again, really dangerous. I've told people it doesn't even ma- it doesn't even matter what you believe about abortion. You yeah. could be pro-choice and you should not support this because it is so radical. It doesn't fall in line with the, what the vast majority of people and certainly Michiganders believe about these issues. So I think there's a section in there that talks about how um, an individual or someone helping them practice their reproductive rights they can't be prosecuted or held accountable or anything Mm -hmm. so essentially that would change um age of consent right because if a child wanted to you know her perceived or alleged or wanted outcomes was to be pregnant right what what would that mean I think it's horrifying to consider what it could mean for our laws. And, you know, they've they've kind of branded this as being about reproductive rights. It's about so much more than that. You know, like we said, we found 47 laws that this could impact, age of consent being one of them. Um, and it's, it's disturbing mm-hmm. uh, to explore the far reaches of this. And I think Again, they've been very vague about all of this. They haven't come out with much information at all. So we're left to wonder, what are they intending to do? Are they are they intending to change right. the age of consent and many other things? Well, I think that, um, you know, after we had a press conference a couple of weeks ago, um, I don't know if everyone knows this, but we had a press conference a couple weeks ago to kind of launch this to the media and to say, this is our educational campaigns. We're going to do the Did You Know campaign, and there's going to be a lot more after this. Um, we kind of saw some of our questions being answered through you know, different pro-choice doctors responding to media questions saying, hey, is this, is this true that um, basically you're legalizing abortion up from birth? So... A 13-year-old, a 12-year-old could get an abortion. Their parents wouldn't know. No one would know. They're 
chiropractor could could okay it and not even a doctor has to perform it and basically they said yes this means anyone's starting at birth and so a huge thing right now that we're seeing is parents are like I want to know what's going on with my child especially right. at school like I want right. to consent to everything that happens to my child right this would take away I mean they can't go on a field trip right. without parental consent I as but a, they could have an abortion yeah and their parents wouldn't even know about you it. You can't even give them Tylenol. Right. Or they can't and take their own Tylenol. They again, have to go to the office. this isn't a pro-life position even that we're putting forward. Right. This is something that people on both sides of this issue can agree on. It's dangerous for many women for many reasons. Think about just the fact that if a parent doesn't know that their child has had surgery, they don't know to keep an eye out for important signs. Mm -hmm. If their child is sleeping too much or maybe isn't steady while walking, if you're not looking out for those things, your your kid could have sepsis from a surgery you don't even know that they had. Yeah. It's dangerous no matter what you believe about abortion. Parental consent is something that's very important. And I think everyone who's aware of the fact that that would be repealed in this abortion amendment should be out talking about it and educating others. So maybe something that Right to Life doesn't necessarily touch on, but that the coalition will be touching on is, um, you know, hormone therapy and sterilization. Can you kind of talk a little bit about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as we've said, this is very far-reaching, and it's creating these new individual rights, both to adults as well as minors, um, not just for abortion, but for all kinds of reproductive health care as well. And so while they haven't talked a lot about what that could mean, we know that there are new Planned Parenthood clinics around the state, for example, that are mm-hmm. starting to do hormone therapy. And now children would have a right to that without parental consent. Um, so if you just kind of follow the dots, right, you can see how this goes far beyond abortion into other areas of children's health and wellness as well. Yeah, it's it's very scary to think about and something that we want all Michiganders, whether you are pro-abortion or pro-life, this is important and you need to know about it. Um, is there anything else that you want people to know about or to think about or maybe to be prepared, like what's what's going to happen in the future? I would just encourage people to please sign up on our website and get other people to do so as well. Um, If you are signed up, go find 10 more people or 20 more people that you can educate about this and sign up as well. They'll get our weekly emails if they do that, and they'll be looped in so that they can start to be educated about this. We need to start spreading this awareness across the state. You and I, Anna, can't do it alone. (laughs) We need every listener, every person um, that is against this to start engaging and getting involved in spreading the word. The other side has a lot of money, and they're going to be spending a lot of money to try to continue the misinformation mm-hmm. and pass this de- dangerous abortion amendment. And so it'll be us to, uh, up to us as individuals to educate people about what is actually in the language of this proposed amendment so that we can encourage people not to sign it. And we need everyone's help in order to do that. So go to supportmiwomenandchildren.org and sign up there. Follow us on uh, social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow along and help us spread the word. Share those posts, forward those emails, talk to people about this, and get them engaged as well. 
you know, I at Right to Life, we get a lot of questions and a lot of calls of people who are like, this is horrible. Like, I obviously don't want this to happen. I'm super pro-life. And they're like, what, like, what can I do? I, I need to do something right now, you know, and they, and they want it to be fixed right away. What would you say to those people and to kind of the strategy we've picked mm -hmm. to, you know, combat this or the, the schedule we've picked to combat this? What yeah. would you say to that? Well, as hard as it is <laughs> for someone like me who also wants this fixed right now, I'm tired mm -hmm. of it keeping me up at night. Uh, we are in a marathon, assuming they get their signatures, and they might not. Uh, we have a fight through until November. So I would encourage people to take the efforts that they can right now, take action right now by educating people and be prepared because if they get their signatures later on down the road, there's going to be a lot more that we can do to continue to ramp up those education efforts and talk to more people about this. But it starts right now by spreading the word, getting educated about what is in this amendment and then telling as many people as possible about it but don't get too excited and burn yourself out <laughs> yes. because we'll need you all the way through the election if they get their signatures yeah so just a quick reminder we've definitely mentioned this before but for those of you that don't know um this anything goes amendment they're currently collecting signatures right now they have been i believe it was march fifth or sixth mm -hmm. was their first official day of collecting signatures. So they've been doing it for a couple months now. They have to collect 425,059 valid signatures. So they're going to have to collect probably 600,000 to make sure that they are valid. There's and no that's a lot. Yep. That, that's a higher number than many have had to do in the past. Yes, because this is a constitutional amendment. So um, they have until July 11th. And we know that they are collecting all of their petitions back from the field on July 1st. And so, you Just know. a couple weeks. Yep, in a couple weeks, um, which is probably going to be a little crazy because I'm assuming that's when they're going to announce the Dobbs decision case. And so um, I can assure you that we're going to be doing whatever we can to look at these signatures, make sure that they're all valid. Um, especially in what's been happening this year with signatures. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the, you know, the schedule that they're on. Once they collect their signatures, obviously they'll have to be validated and then, and then they'll be put on the November ballot for people to vote on. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, to say that we are going to be ramping up our educational campaigns we're definitely going to be doing that, making sure that right. people vote no yep. on this yep. on this amendment. We need every person in Michigan to hear our message, and we're going to work really hard to make sure that's the case. But again, we can't do it alone. That's going to take a massive volunteer force, and thankfully, mm -hmm. Right to Life of Michigan and all these other coalition members have that volunteer force to tap into, but the best way for us to tap in is if we have those connections, which is why we're encouraging everyone to sign up on the website. Maybe you're already on one of our email lists, Protect Life Michigan's email list, for example. Still, sign up on the coalition website, yep. get plugged in so that you have your marching orders when the time comes. And I know maybe to a lot of people and even to myself, this sounds really daunting and it sounds kind of like, oh, like we're up against so much. Um, 
but just just a reminder that we did this in 1972 we mm-hmm. there was a, a ballot petition to get abortion on or it did get on the ballot or the november ballot and people voted no for it mm-hmm. in 1972 and Gr- they will vote no again if they understand yes. what's in this i know many people have a great deal of fear when it comes to talking about abortion because it can be such a sensitive topic for many and i understand that fear i share it mm-hmm. sometimes people ask me what to do for work and i'm like can i give like the pc answer i'm scared <laughs> to say but here's the thing When it comes to this, it really doesn't matter if someone supports abortion or if they oppose it because it's so far reaching. We should have no fear in talking about how dangerous this is, not just for the unborn, but also for women. Um, So don't don't be afraid to educate people about this. Talk about parental consent. Talk about health and safety standards for women. Talk about the dangers of late term abortion and how women deserve better. I know it might seem daunting and scary to have these conversations, um, but really we have so much common ground when it comes to this thing and we will absolutely win in November if we can just get out there and talk to people on both sides of the issue about how radical this is because even those who are pro-choice are going to reject it if they know how bad it is. Well, and ideally, you know, maybe you have an abortion clinic worker or a nurse that works there or a doctor and they see it and they're like that's a really bad idea to have no regulations and that you know our doctors at our this clinic is not going to be the only one that's going to be doing these abortions that's an awful idea because I do care about women and I don't want them to be injured yeah and so hopefully you know we're rallying people that are maybe super for abortion you know they they want it legalized into michigan and they want everyone to have that right but they don't want partial birth abortions and they want to be able to know what their kids are doing and they want women to be safe Mm -hmm. and so we are hoping that we can rally you know not just pro-life people but people in the middle and people you know people that do support abortion it's going to be crucial that we get those people to see what is truly there and what this amendment is trying to do yes hearing beyond just the bumper sticker that Planned Parenthood is going to put out there this isn't just my body my my choice no let's actually dig into what the language is here and what this would actually do for our state and to the women here and you made a great point this is the constitutional amendment so what would what would that mean it means that whatever is passed in November is what we are stuck with. This isn't something that the legislature can change or tweak. We are stuck with this language if it is voted into our Constitution. The only way to ever change it would be to do another constitutional Mm -hmm. amendment to change the language, which is not an easy thing to do. No. (laughs) Thank God. Hopefully that means they fail when they (laughs) try to do it this year. Um, But people need to know that this is not just a piece of legislation that can be changed and adapted. It is a constitutional amendment that we are stuck with. That's a very serious thing. This changes a lot of different sections of our constitution. It's very far reaching and is something that, again, people will not support if they actually dig into the language. Yeah. And I saw an article the other day saying, you know, we think when we think of abortion or when I think of like super radical abortion before 1973, I think, oh, I know women went to New York and I know they go to California or Washington, D.C. because they have no regulations there, right? right? They 
can essentially do whatever they want in those states. And the majority of those people in those states support that. Mm. Well, those states, California, New York, they do not have abortion in their constitution, in their state constitution. Like we would here in Michigan. Yep. Michigan is trying to be the most radical state in the whole U.S. in terms of abortion. It's terrifying. And that does not fall in line with Michigan values. It really doesn't. It definitely doesn't. Well, I think that wraps up for today. Um, Thank you for listening to this feature. And if you have any more questions or you want to get involved, please get involved. But the website for the coalition is supportmiwomenandchildren.org. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, a Twitter. Um, We have a blog that says you can find all of our Did You Know campaign materials there. We talked about all the laws earlier. You can find all of that there. You can find a bunch of great resources to help you with talking with your family, with talking with friends, or if you run into um, a circulator or a volunteer, or your church. We have great resources for your church as well if they want to get involved and don't know kind of the rules behind it. We have a bunch of handouts for that as well. And so I definitely encourage you to check out the website, sign up for our emails, follow us on social media. Um, But I'm sure we will be updating you on this podcast all about it. You'll be hearing about this, I'm sure of it. And um, I know Kristen will do a great job of speaking for the coalition, so you should be hearing from her as well. Yeah, I'm honored to be a part of this effort and look forward to us defeating this absolute madness. Yes. Well, thank you for joining me today, and I hope everyone has a great weekend. Thank you.